Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the 505 Podcast. Today, we welcome a very special guest. He hails from the land of Montana. He is a super talented photographer and videographer, and he also has amassed over 370,000 subscribers on YouTube oh, shit. and 1.6 million on TikTok. Please welcome Tucker Doss. Yeah, great to be here, boys. Let's Thanks go. for having me. Thanks for having Let's me. Go. That was a Fired mouthful. Up. Holy that shit. That was really nice. Okay, so we were talking about your content, and we are kind of having a hard time exactly describing mm-hmm. your content mm-hmm. because it's very travel-related, but there's like big stuff involved within your travel how would you describe your content Ooh, welcome to my life because i actually i actually have a hard time describing <laughs> what i do as well like when people come up to me and they're saying what kind of content do you it's like i, I don't know I, right. I i really have a hard time describing what it is um the best the best way that i've learned to describe uh what i do is just putting maximum effort into something that's like otherwise ridiculous like mm. i rode a lawnmower across the entire state of New Jersey into New York so I could cut the best grass in the world. <laughs> That's um, awesome. And I, made, I snuck my way on to Central, Central Park, uh, which, and I bought like a, a high-vis vest, right? So mm. like, because you're definitely not allowed to cut the grass. And I was just like, I need to cut at least one strip of grass here in New York. Um, so I brought this lawnmower into, into Central Park, snuck my way in, and then just cut like a strip of grass like uh-huh. on the lowest mower setting straight down the middle of the park. It was epic. <laughs> how, how, how long did it take for you to drive into New York? Uh, it took, I, I planned for it to take like, I think eight hours, but uh, it took like 20, Holy. 20, 22. Holy shit. And I ended up actually getting hit by, uh, like it was super dangerous. Like I, 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 I'm, I'm, I like to call myself like a calculated risk taker, sure, right? Like sure. I'll, I do a lot of dangerous stuff, but it's all usually within like something I have control over, sure. right? Within reason. Within reason, and that was easily the most dangerous thing I've ever done in my life. Um, no regrets, but I like I was basically it was a rainy night. Um, I was like 13 miles outside of New York. It was like 3 a.m. and I got hit by a drunk driver really? on the lawnmower. No um, and the lawnmower, like I had to jump off the lawnmower, and I wasn't actually even in the road because we're usually like being really safe about um, not to go off on a tangent here, boys. But like I'm usually being really safe if there's cars, especially at night. Like I was getting off the road or being on the sidewalk or something like that, as to not be like get hit by a car or something. So I was actually not even on the road, and this car came out of nowhere. Like seven, I looked behind me, and it was like going 70 miles an hour coming around the corner, and I was like, I think that car is like is going way too fast. Yeah, because like, like, could really you sketchy. hear it or like- yeah? I, I well, I saw it, and then and then I saw it curb itself going around a corner, like oh going god. 70. I was like, oh my god! Like I think I were about to get hit. And I was in like this little pullout off the side, dirt pullout, like cul-de-sac thing on the side of the road. And he came like 70 miles an hour full and I had to ju- like dive off the lawnmower and it like exploded the lawnmower. What? Um, and it was so sketchy and we're still like 13 miles out, out from New York. And my first thought was like, all right, almost died. Um, but like how I still need to cut the grass in New York. Like right. this is like the point of the video. Like I have to finish it. So like, how do we finish it? And thank God, like the person I bought the lawnmower from, Anthony, shout out Anthony, uh, drove a brand new lawnmower for me all the way from the other side of New Jersey into New York. And then I was able to cut the grass. And- what Holy happened to the drunk shit. driver guy? Oh, he got super arrested. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. but it was hilarious because uh, do you, have you met Carl? Carl, I have yet yeah, to meet him. Legend. He's going to be here in a few days. You guys should have him on the podcast. Sure. I'll, I'll pressure him into it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he he and I um, were watching this guy because he had to take like a drunk a drunk test or whatever. Like they yeah. run you mm. through like all this stuff, and we were watching him and he was fully drunk. Like he didn't care at all. We have it all on video. Like I was shooting, like shooting it right from the moment he hit me all the way to like the conversation we were having with him. He was blasted drunk. It was super obvious, but the cops came and we had to like navigate how to explain what happened to them because like mm. we, we kind of left out the lawnmower bit, you right. know, be like, because you know, like what, what are we doing with the lawnmower at 3am right. like on, on the road? Yeah. But anyways, they had him do the drunk test and Carl and I were watching, watching him and we're like, this guy, this guy's acing every single test. Like he no was way. spinning. He had his arms out. No. He was like, <laughs> and we're like, this guy's gonna get away. Like this guy's, this guy's like totally fine. But then he ended up in cuffs and and got oh, arrested. Yeah. But yeah, I, how did we even start talking about, about that? I'm your so sorry. About, 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 yeah, about right. the stuff you made. Right. The yeah. cop, the cops, like 
Tucker, like, what kind of what kind of content do you make? Yeah, right. it was really Officer, hard. I'm still trying to figure that <laughs> right, out. Right. So, like, it was really hard to navigate that one though, because I'm like, do we say that we were riding a lawnmower across the entire state? Like, that seems like it's probably illegal, and we're gonna get in trouble for that. Yeah. So, like, maybe I'm just gonna leave that part out for now. That's so funny. So it took yeah. 20, that. What do you do on the lawnmower? Are you listening to podcasts? You just yeah. like, listen to the 505 yeah, podcast. Yeah, listen to the 505 right, podcast. Right, right. Actually, yeah. That's no, I, so long. No, I mean, I was, I was, you know, I'm just thinking about the content the whole time like what would be an exciting bit and what would yeah totally. music it was pouring rain the whole time it was no lovely. way yeah. with this extravagant of stuff are you pre-planning everything like are you writing out how the script's gonna go and then like you get out there and you're maybe adding more to it or what is that what does your workflow look like yeah that's a great question actually because i was notoriously bad at planning mm. um even for that video and that video that video ended up taking off um not even on purpose, but it was actually, we, me and my editor looked back at it and we're like, we created the perfect YouTube video for what I do anyways, um, unintentionally. Um, and there's like this method that I'm, I'm learning about now. Um, I haven't posted in quite a while just because of all this other stuff that I'm sure we'll get, we'll get into, but, um, we kind of created like the perfect story, right? So like you, you want to say, um, why, like you want to have a why, like mm. what, like, what are you doing? Why are you doing it? And what happens? Right. Or like, what's the, what's the sauce? Mm. Like what's the special thing that happens in the middle? And then what's the end goal? And I didn't really necessarily realize that at the time of, of, of creating that YouTube video, but looking back at it, it's one of the better video, like one of the best YouTube videos I've made because there's a what, which is like, we're riding across the, the state of New Jersey to New York on a lawnmower. There's the why, which is, um, I want to cut the best grass that the world has to offer. And I Googled like, where's the best grass in the United States beforehand? It's New Jersey. So it's like, all right, cool. I'm going to go to New Jersey. And then second, secondary goal is I want to cut the best grass in the world, but I also want to like cut the grass. My goal is to cut the grass in central park as the finish line thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, and the end goal was, was that as well. So like it created this beautiful story. And then the sauce, like the middle part that kept people in touch was coincidentally like the drunk driver hitting me right? right like there's so much content that's like being blasted in your yeah. face that it created this perfect story that you could watch all the way through i find that the videos that do the best for me um when i was not planning anything were the ones where i'd be traveling from some place to another place and like it just works out that way because there's so much unplanned stuff that happens along right. the way that inevitably you're going to run into a problem or you're going to run into something that happens so i used to just wing my videos like that mm. and some of them would work and some of them wouldn't and then it wasn't until recently Recently, when I kind of like developed this this understanding of basically what I just said, which is like having kind of bulk to the story, like what is this YouTube video about? Why are you watching it? What is it? What's the special thing that happens? Um, and it, I, I just kind of realized that within the last few videos that I've made. Is that something that you learned from like talking to another YouTuber and like kind of breaking that down to you on like a more like not scientific level, but just uh, sure. like a more deeper level? Mm. Or is that something that you learned yourself just from like trial and error and like kind of breaking down your videos, seeing what performed best and like why? Right. Yeah. It's a little bit of, it's a little bit of both. Um, I, I have uh, this YouTuber, Eric, um, him and I chatted a bit um, fairly recently, like within the new year. Um, and he was kind of explaining to me a lot about how that works because he's like wildly successful with what he's doing. Yeah, and you guys are a little it, bit in the same yeah, kind of category of content. Yeah, it, yeah, at least we were. And I think I think that was always really tough for me as well because it's really hard um, to not like make comparisons, mm. especially when you have like these ideas and and you see somebody like executing it really well and they have a team and they're like working super hard. And I feel like besides my editor who's freaking yeah absolutely oh, let it fly <laughs> baby uh besides my editor who's fucking amazing like we work together really well he's like i do not understand how he's so good at what he does he edits my videos in like 8x speed i've never seen anybody do that wow. before like he puts the whole timeline in there and then puts it in 8x and then cuts through it just looking at audio level. it's nuts dude he just yeah won. he just one up me he's like four up yeah dude. jesus christ it's, i thought i was 8x fast. is it, insane it, it makes it makes no sense and and either way um, it's definitely been hard to like not make comparisons with those kind of things, especially because it's like I there's a certain level of content that I want to be producing. And I'm kind of realizing the more that I sit with like what I'm trying to do in the next in the upcoming year um, that I just need to stop making those comparisons and uh, just kind of create what I want to create and 
not worry about if I can put, you know, $15,000 behind a, a single YouTube video. Like it's, you don't need to do that. You don't, there's plenty of people on YouTube um, who are great examples of like putting like a hundred dollars into a YouTube video and they're, mm. they're going to get 14 million views. You know what I mean? So I'm definitely transferring more into, I think moving forward, I'm going to be transferring more into like storytelling. Um, I'm doing a video right now. It's, it's been on hold for a bit, but I'm, why, uh, do birds actually exist? Right. So I'm going <laughs> to go deep dive into deep dive into that. And I went into like Petco the other day. Um, and I, I went to like the bird cage and I asked to like talk to one of the employees and I was, I felt so bad cause she was, I was fucking with her so bad. Yeah. Uh, I was like, can I ask you a couple questions about these birds? I was like, really what, do you, what do you think about these? Like, you, where do you put the batteries? And she's like, the batteries. And I was like, they don't, they don't take batteries. And I was like, are you, are you sure? Like, <laughs> and I was like, what about food? Like, do they eat? And she's like, yeah, they eat. And I was like. Hmm. Okay, and then it was really funny because she, she, and it's like, and and then what kind of bird is this? And then there was like a clear sign, like a little square piece of paper below um, that said parakeet on it, but above it, it just said bird, generic bird. So she pointed like at that direction, and I was like, I said, like, what kind of bird is this? And she pointed there, and I was like, oh, bird. Okay, it's uh, just bird. Uh huh. They're all just birds. Got it. <laughs> it was just, it was so funny. And then she ended up getting so uncomfortable. She's like, I have to go talk to my manager. And then I just dipped. It was hilarious. But I'm working on that video and focusing more on just storytelling without spending. A million dollars yeah, on a YouTube video. A how do you for- how do you like secretly film a scene like that where you're like fucking with someone? You kind of get used to. I, I mean, I I had I was mm-hmm. filming myself, okay. so um, I basically like have a way of holding it like on on the lens where it looks like it's at my side, and I hold it kind of vertically, mm-hmm. and no one actually seems to notice. I do take like the the road mic off uh-huh. and just deal with like the in camera audio, but it's usually fine. Um, because if you walk in there with like a huge, right. mic, mm-hmm. just the camera alone holding it like this is already intimidating. Yeah. And you actually like people's reactions kind of dimmer down totally. because they get intimidated by this right. big camera. So I just hold it at my side. Smart. Yeah. I always think about that. I always think yeah. like, how do they fucking film this shit? You know, it's either mean? like on like a mad telephoto lens, right. from, like super far away. Take me back a little bit through. You were talking about how you're in this comparison game of being around all these people in LA that are on YouTube. And most of our listeners are maybe younger or they're just starting out and they're looking at all this stuff on social and they're like, fuck, I'm not there yet for sure. You know, so what kind of advice do you have to those people? Cause it sounds like, you know, I'm in the fucking same ballpark too. I think everyone deals with like, you look at someone you're like, God damn it. This guy is good or right. good at what he does, you know, or, or what she does. Or even like looking at someone like you who has, you know, a certain number mm-hmm. that, you know, someone who's first starting out might think to themselves like, oh, if I just get to this number, I'll be all yeah, good. And they have it all figured out. Yeah. That's what everybody thinks. You know, but, so talk to us a little bit about that, how people should deal with that and what you're doing. Yeah, 100 percent. So it is really interesting. There's a lot to talk about here because. I feel like in this day and age, especially with on TikTok, you can just, somebody can just get followers so fast. Right. Like I think I made a couple, I've made a couple of videos where I've made multiple parts to the video and it's resulted in like getting, you know, somewhere around 400 to 500,000 followers in a day just from a single video that I post. You know what I mean? Uh, back when I was doing these like crazier, whatever. I mean, and it's usually when I'm doing these crazier like distance videos that that happens. And I always thought to myself like, before I started, because I was into filmmaking and photography as well, um, and then I started like thinking I, I had this goal that I wanted to be on social media and I wanted to do like break away from landscapes and and filmmaking and and make it more about social media and being a personality, I guess. So I had this like overarching goal of like where I wanted to be and what I wanted to be doing, and I kind of said to myself, "All right, I'm just going to start creating." And I'm going to go, go, go. And eventually it's going to work out. And that's still how I feel now. Like, even though I have, it seems like I have followers, like, and, and I'm doing well with what I'm doing, which I'm doing good, but I want, you know, I want to go higher and higher and higher. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're kind of feeding this never ending thing cycle. But I always kind of thought if I was just handed, you know, you know, 2 million followers today, I, I would kill it. Like, I'd be like, I'm ready to go. Like, I wish I could just have that. And people were watching my videos and I'm so happy that that wasn't the case because it's so important to start creating and find what you actually like doing um before you before you get there i think if somebody handed you like 10 million followers tomorrow right like i would say 90 like 95 percent of people would drop the ball i i think i really think they would because they're you'd get so like in your head about like you want to be sure what the content is that you're creating, mm. I, I think. And I did this, I had this stage where I was doing daily vlogs. Um, I, this might have been three years ago. 
and I was I did it for I think two and a half or three months and the, the it was a ritual it was like wake up at 8 a.m start filming I had no idea what I was going to film that day but I needed to make it interesting and entertaining I filmed it all until like 5 p.m and then I edited until 3 a.m went to bed and then repeat recycle every oh, single day and there's only ever I think a maximum of like 250 people watching and I just didn't care about the numbers at all um because I just thought like this is part of my process this is part of me figuring out what I need to create and and what I like creating. And that was such an impactful moment for me. And I'm so happy that I, I did do that because without doing that, I would have been so much more lost in the content that I actually like creating for myself. And even still, like I, I, I think at the end of my, my daily vlogs, um, I decided that I started seeing TikTok and like what the potential was. And this was like, I think this was maybe, I guess this was right at the beginning of 2020. So right before COVID, I started to see the potential in TikTok and I started making TikToks and I had a few that started getting a bunch of views. So I slowed down and stopped doing the daily vlogs. Um, and I started creating more content on TikTok and started getting results there. And it was actually really scary at first because you make one video and like I said, you can get 100,000, 200,000, 300,000 followers in just a second like that. And I was, it, that started to be kind of, it started to make me feel like I I needed to, I couldn't post something that wasn't like, hundred percent the best thing that I could mm. put out and I had such a struggle with that even until recently where I was like I need if I post a TikTok I, it needs to be like this insane like well-developed put together piece of content and I was like tricking myself into thinking that that's that's what I need to do like uh, otherwise I'm not going to succeed and people are going to unfollow and, and, and whatever so I just wouldn't post for like two months you know what I mean which is the worst because it's like such a good it's such a big platform for me and then it wasn't until recently when I was like right, you know what it doesn't matter like people if they want to follow if they they're gonna if they want to unfollow they can but I just need to post content that I think is funny that makes me happy and just accept that you can't put this crazy energy into every single video you do <clears throat> so there's a certain level of importance of just you know, the little things like the little short videos, like just put content out, put, just keep putting it out, especially on TikTok. Like Jesus Christ, post three times a day if you can. Like it's, right. it, there's, it's insane. The level of growth that you can get. There's no other social media platform like TikTok. Yeah. It's nuts. Do you feel like a overwhelming need to like, when you have a viral video, a video that make, gives you like hundreds of thousands of followers, do you feel like freak out thinking like, I need to follow that shit up? Like that viral video or do you feel like now you can still just like post I, I did feeling? I think I did yeah initially yeah. now I don't care I mean mm -hmm. not like if something goes terribly um and gets no views I don't care and if something does get a lot of views it's like oh that's sweet and of course it's like this little like woo right <laughs> right you know totally. what I mean like I, I did a good job uh -huh. um <laughs> mom so are you proud <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so it, it it definitely you do get that that rush of like this is, I mean, mm. you get rewarded with like, people yeah. thought this was funny and that's what I'm trying to do at the end of the day. So that's always a nice feeling. But in terms of, in terms of feeling like I need to follow it up, of course I want to, right. and I want, I want there to be like another video that's like bang, 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 bang like that. But I'm stress, I'm trying to stress myself out less about that. Now. Yeah. Like it's like, cool. I had a video that did really well on to the next thing. Like, let's just keep it going. And if it flops, it flops. If it doesn't, it doesn't just keep posting. Has your focus shifted from YouTube to specifically on TikTok? Or are you like, oh, this is where the attention's at mm. mainly right now. Do I need to be posting on there? You know what I mean? For yeah. you specifically? Well, I, I was doing, I was really, I think I was on the up with YouTube and I was, because YouTube is what I want to do more than anything. Mm. Um, but YouTube is so demanding and high energy and it's always shifting. Um, the, the type of content and what, what does well. And it's, it's so much work to put out a, a YouTube video the way that I like to put out a YouTube video, um, with all this energy that goes into it as to where TikTok's kind of more just, I can put out an eight second video. I can put out a, you know, a quick little video of, mm -hmm. of something that I thought of in the day. It doesn't have to be like this super well planned out chaotic thing. Um, and I took a I took a quite a big break from YouTube, um, and I have been taking quite a big break from YouTube just because of a series of events that's happened in mm -hmm. my life. And uh, TikTok's kind of been the easiest way um, through all of what I've gone through to kind of start to like baby step my way back mm. into creating again. Um, so I'm really gr grateful to have that platform to be able to just start doing something again. Um, and then I hope that, you know, eventually as I'm taking baby steps back to creating more content again, that uh, I, I, I kind of get that 
um, through TikTok and then, you know, transferred over to YouTube again. Yeah. I also feel like it's nice with TikTok because you don't necessarily have to put as much time and effort no, as like yeah. a full blown YouTube. You yeah. can kind of like take more time to, you know, create these extravagant YouTube videos that you do. And then maybe you don't need to post as consistently, like still consistently, but not like maybe every single week because mm. it takes so much time and energy for the YouTube and like use TikTok as to keep your audience engaged and still gain new followers and traction to like all your other social medias, but like yeah. be able to put out an eight second video and right. Yeah. Do you ever feel, cause like I watched like the, like the sandwich one and there's like the right. sandwich zone, which I'm like, that would take hours. Oh, it did take hours. Up. And yeah. I'm just thinking like, there's so much fucking elaborate detail in a YouTube video, which is so sick. But do you ever like get to the point where like, do you like, I don't, I don't feel like making sandwich zone 2.0 right now. Like I just want to like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Like I always think about that. Yeah, that that's something actually I got really experimental. It's funny you bring that up because that was the first time um, where I kind of got I, I was like writing a, a, a real bit in my mm. video and I kind of realized how how much I loved that. Yeah, like totally. It, I found so much passion in like creating the sandwich zone. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It was it was a hilarious amount of effort for like. 45 right. seconds of the video. Right. That's what I was thinking yeah. the whole time. You know what I mean? Like that I, is you though, dude. Like right. you go so above and beyond for just like an Instagram story. Yeah. If you guys don't follow Tucker on Instagram, please do. Cause his stories are like all fucking time. I appreciate that. But yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely fun to put that much effort totally. into it for sure. Um, I definitely find that, uh, when, just going through all the stuff that I've gone through in the last eight months, it's it's been difficult to be able to put that level of effort sure. into everything. Um, and I was questioning, like, is it me? Like, is it me that that is like, am I broken for like feeling lazy and feeling like I can't put out a YouTube video? Like, what's wrong? Like, like I know what I need to do. Why can't I do it? Mm. And I like fought that feeling for so long, and then it's just like I was just like realized. I actually it was funny. I asked Alexa what signs of depression were, pretty much, mm. and she listed when she was like. Let me tell you the signs of depression. Here are the 15 top whatever, you know. And oh, she Alexa. Went, Alexa. Yeah, oh, like thought, actually thought, like Amazon Alexa. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were saying like a friend named Alexa. No, I, like, I don't think No, I know no, Alexa. no, no. No, but she listed she listed I just call her she too. That makes it even more confusing. But she listed like 15 <laughs> like top signs of depression mm -hmm. and every single one of them hit me and I was like Oh, I'm depressed. Like, right. oh, cool. So that's probably why I'm not putting out a bunch of content. And that's yeah. why it's been super important for me to like at least just take any step. I don't know if you guys have read the book Atomic Habits, mm -hmm. um, but it's a great book if you haven't read it. I haven't book. gotten, I, I'm like halfway through it. I okay, but even if you it. read a chapter of it, yeah. honestly, like I haven't even finished the whole book. So I, I, but even if you read a chapter of it, it just describes basically like moving your, pro instead of being so goal oriented, moving your progress bar and your, your, um, your day-to-day -day life and habits forward like 1% every single day as opposed to making these big moves. And I thought like it hit so hard for me when I read that because I do like I was wanting to make these moves that you notice for yourself, like this big progress, like here's, you know, here I am and then I want I want to get a million views and two million views and whatever and create this huge video and I want people to notice and I want myself to notice that I, I made progress as opposed to focusing more on just like the little things that move you closer to that goal um, and then create like this habit of like, you know, being able to work and productively and not just focus on this huge thing. It's also really easy with social media where you can quantify it with a legitimate number. So you can like have right. a specific goal of like, uh, you know, if I hit a million views, like great, mm -hmm. check that off and I can quantify it as opposed to like doing something that might not seem very significant on mm -hmm. an everyday basis. But mm -hmm. if you stay consistent with it, you look back in a few months or whatever it may be a certain amount of time. You're like, oh, I have made progress, but maybe I didn't realize that right. at the time. Right. And even if it's not about the numbers, um, like even if you don't see that progress that you wanted, it's more like you still got a ton from from what you'd learn in the process of creating the habit of putting in the work to create something and challenge yourself every yeah. single day um, because that will easily apply to anything. I, I think the more like there's no secret to success with any of any of this stuff on social media or anything, any aspect of life, like it's all going down to how hard you work at it, like no matter what, like you can yeah. literally, I, I am such a strong believer in the fact that you can do anything in this world that you want to. Um, it's just about the effort that you put into it. 
and yeah. it's super important to to realize that for sure. How many um, of those daily vlogs did you do in a row? Because I did them at one point. I did like sixty in a row, and I was like wanted to die on YouTube. Oh, on YouTube. Oh specifically. yeah, I think I did the same. I think it was. Really? I think it might have been sixty, sixty or seventy and something. I tell everyone that like, more than you. Yep, yeah, that's fuck. I did seventy one. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I tell everyone on that like DMs me. They're like, oh, how how do I you know get to this level? And I'm always like, if you just do it fucking every day, mm. you're gonna drastically get better at day mm. thirty or day sixty. And you know, talk to me a little bit about what that looked like for you when you started to do it were you like okay i'm getting better or at the end of the 60 were you like damn okay the video at 60 is way better than the video at one you mm. know what i mean i think you know what i think it was i think for me anyways it was more about the consistency of mm -hmm. actually creating definitely um and and then at the end of it when i kind of got burnt out from it i kind of looked back at the entire thing that i'd done and i was really excited that i had i just had that content created because I can look back on it and be like, oh yeah, this is something I did. Totally. Um, and I would, I would bulk those videos as all kind of the same. I don't think there's much that really, there wasn't a ton that shifted. There's like little things that like made it a little bit better than I learned throughout it. Um, but it was more just about under, like being able to look back at it and understand what made it special. And then also realize like, it helped me realize what kind of content that I actually wanted to create. Like, mm. okay, this is fun. Like day in the life kind of thing, but it helped me like understand how to be better on camera. It helped me understand um, like how to be with people on camera and not be like, so sh I'm not shy. I've never been shy, but like how to, how to just address myself on the camera and, and take, do takes and, right. and, and like, there's so much that I learned from that process that is so useful in what I do now. So you think people should start a daily vlog? Absolutely. If they want to get good if, at making if they, if they want to, if they want to, that's that's great. But I think it's it's not the best way to it's do like, it. Yeah, but yeah. but just create something it's, every single it's day. Such TikTok's a, great. It's such an interesting like experiment to mm -hmm. put yourself through. I mean, I didn't. I never did daily, but I did weekly for like six months when I studied abroad, maybe five. And it was funny because I remember my brothers like after like three months, they'd be like, dude, like it's so fun to like see how much better you're getting. And I was mm. like, fuck you, dude. The first <laughs> videos rocked, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's really fun to like. But then that really was like my like where I got better, like just making videos. And now when I look back at it, it's fun because I'll watch like the first one and I'll be like, ooh, I didn't yeah, do yeah. it like that. It's, it's, it's kind of humbling, yeah, honestly, yeah, totally. Because I, I remember being in the, uh, like some stage of my daily vlogs being like one of these is going to take off and I'm going to get a million views uh -huh. and everyone's going to see how good these videos are. Uh -huh. And I look back at them now and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like, know, like right? I'm really glad that they didn't take off. You know That's what funny. I mean? It's I mean, so it's funny. not like they're not good, but it's like, they're not good. You know right. what I mean? That's so that just funny. means you're improving though. Looking back at yeah. bad work or like old work and it's yeah. yeah. bad. Oh, hundred percent. And I love, I love that it exists for that mm -hmm. reason. But to your point, like you daily vlogs, I mean, I don't really, I don't really know that that's a thing on YouTube yeah, anymore. I don't, I don't think, think YouTube so loves that the same way anymore. Um, not to discourage anybody from doing daily vlogs because it is like a really interesting learning experience, and especially if you're kind of not aware of the content that you want to create, it's mm -hmm. interesting. Like you were saying, right. it is interesting to have that experience um, and be able to look back at it. But I mean, I, I just would just go back to TikTok. Like, create if you want to create a video, something every day, do it on TikTok. Right. It's the only platform that's rewarding anybody now. How comfortable are you with talking about? like the stuff that has happened I'm as fine, recently. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you, you did talk about, and you brought up like it being tough for you to create content over the last eight months because of the, you know, the stuff that has happened in your life. Um, and you did recently take a trip to Iceland mm -hmm. um, and you posted a beautiful post about that. And can you talk a little bit about what that trip meant to you and maybe like your mindset going into it? If you, you know, realized certain things while you were there um, and kind of like how you're doing after that. Yeah, for sure. So I could give a long story short of just like the last eight months for me have just been the most hectic. It's almost like I don't want to use the word joke because it's not a joke, but it is almost like I look at it like how, like right. how does this keep like it's just like right. Um, I, I'll i give like the, the brief summary for everybody like uh, July of last year, I, lo I, I lost one of my close friends um, while we were filming a YouTube video. He fell off a cliff in front of my eyes uh, in Italy, and I saw the everything, which was insane. Um, it was like the worst possible thing that I could ever imagine happening. I didn't realize how much trauma that actually gave me mm. um, for months. Like I was running away from everything um, because I'm really good at putting a ball of shit um, that's like, crazy with every like all of my thoughts and everything and putting it to the side and then just focusing on what's right in front of me I can mm. just I can just do that and it's like a gift and a curse I guess because 
Um, I hurt a lot of people along the process of doing that, I think. But it was what I needed to do because I was so like overwhelmed and I didn't realize how traumatic that was um, for so long. Um, until like months later, I was like, holy shit, like this, that was insane. Um, and I, I just went through so much through that process. And then right as I was getting to the point of healing, I lost my best friend in the whole world to, uh, to a plane crash that happened in Iceland, um, where the plane went down in a lake. Um, and I was like, no fucking way. Like, I was like, how, how? It made no sense, especially to to Josh, the person who passed away. Like I, I is my best friend. Like I, I, it was unimaginable. Like having something like that happen. It's not about happening to me, I guess, because it, I, I don't know. It, it, but it added to like my whole process of like I was just getting to the point of recovering from what the last thing that was traumatic that happened to me, and then on top of that, just like financial demise of just like it was. I, I, because of what happened the first at the first point with Albert and falling off the the cliff, he it just sent me into such trauma and such like such a de- crazy depression that I was it felt wrong and I felt unable to post and do my actual job. Totally. So I was just burning through my savings like up until like literally Iceland. Like uh, like I I think I like in the last eight months I must have just been maintaining my life. I've spent like I don't know all the money I have like eighty like eighty something mm. thousand dollars from my savings account just just to survive basically and then you have that added pressure of like on top of all of the deaths that are just so fucked up like then you have like financial like right oh shit and it's not like i work a regular job like i have to show up and be like what's up guys welcome back to another youtube video you know what i mean so i have to like put on this like certain level of energy, which is, I mean, I love doing that. Like it's the thing that like, I, I've definitely realized that in throughout this whole process, like the thing that I love more than anything in the entire world is making other people happy. It's like my purpose of existence. Like I, I do not like, I, I am fine to exist for myself. That's great. But like I, the thing that I love more than anything in the entire world is making other people happy. And whether it be through day-to-day life stuff, helping out a friend, um, being there for somebody or, or creating videos that make people smile for 10, 15 minutes or eight seconds, whatever it is on TikTok. Like that is my purpose. I, I exist to make people smile and, and happy. Um, and it's definitely been uh, like this crazy rocky road of so much like self-growth and, and learning about just like the lowest points uh, in my life. Like it's, it's nuts to try to get out of this. Um, and it's, and that's why I kind of like, Sometimes I laugh where it's like, I think about some people going through um, like one of these things by themselves. And if it happens to a certain type of person, like it could send somebody into a spiraling depression for years. And I think, and that's just one of those things, right? Like I, I, I had like four or five things that are equally terrible happen across six months of time, which is like nuts. And I'm grateful for my headspace for being able to take care of that in a certain way and also just have the group of friends um, that I have around me, the people in my life that I have around me to be able to talk to because that's the one thing I've learned more than anything is you just need to talk to people and not bottle things in Um, because I can't imagine, I can't imagine not having that. Like that's been the most instrumental part of like recovery and going to, uh, to answer your question, that's a really long um, tangent there, but to answer your question, Going going to Iceland was such a. I, I, have you guys been to Iceland? No, we need we want to go. Planning like a trip, actually, number yeah. one on our yeah. list. It is, yeah, um, it should be. It's it's the most fantastic place in the entire world. Like I I love that place. That was my this recent trip was I think it was my sixth time there. Wow. Um, and uh, every single time I go, it's just so amazing because it just feels like you separate yourself from Earth, and it feels like you you go somewhere else mm. to to another planet. Like it feels like Mars, and it feels that way. I think partially because there's no like there's no trees i mean there's like some trees that have been planted and there's a few trees around but like mostly like i'd say like the entire landscape like 99 percent of it is bare so, so weird that's so, so interesting mm-hmm. I, that's one thing i never thought like, about realized yeah. Yeah. i thought about yeah mm. you just see forever yeah exactly it's it's so cool and when you look at it you kind of realize like how and then it's like all this black volcanic rock and it's these fjords and it's all like unobscured by or unobstructed by there's no tree there's nothing to obstruct your view it's no trees nothing you can just see as far as your eye can see so um 
not to, and then that, and then also you just feel so connected to this kind of sounds like some hippie shit, but you just sound so connected to yourself or you, you are so connected to yourself and the earth when you're there, mm-hmm. I feel like, because I think don't fact, don't like quote me on this, but I think it's 99% or it's, it's either 95 or 99% renewable energy from Iceland. Like all the energy comes from mm-hmm. the earth except for fuel. Um, so, which is so fucking sick, I think. So there's so much geothermal activity and like you can go in these hot springs and you can, um, go in ice caves and glacier. It's just so cool. And it's such a really, it's such, it's such an amazing way to connect, be able to connect with yourself and kind of uh, think about everything and just be connected to the earth and kind of be away from the distraction. Los Angeles can be so distracting. There's always something to do. Somebody always wants to do something and, Mm. Yeah, and I'm really bad with that. Like, I, I, I always, that's something I've had to work on, like, and I've realized for myself in the last eight months, like, I have to get better at saying no to people mm-hmm. because I'm, like, the guy who wants to, like I said, I want to make people happy. So, like, if somebody says, let's go do this, I'm like, all right, well, yeah, let's do it. Right. But I've gotten better at saying no to that kind of stuff. Um, but it was just such, it's such an amazing, it's such an amazing place. And I, I feel like when I went there, I was able to kind of, look at everything that's happened in the last eight months. And I've been on my process or been on my journey of, of healing um, just kind of as much as I can for myself um, over the course of all this time. But it wasn't until Iceland. And that's why I went to Iceland to kind of get um, some sort of closure with what happened to Josh um, with the plane accident. Um, we went to the lake and visited where everything happened. Um, and I got to see that and sit with myself there and just kind of look at everything and get, get some sort of level of understanding because with Albert, um, I, I saw what happened with my eyes and it was the most fucked up thing I've ever seen in my life. And then with Josh, it's equally fucked up, if not more fucked up. And I didn't get it. Like, obviously I didn't get to see it. So there's like kind of a disconnect of just disbelief. Like there's Mm -hmm. no way that that happened, especially to him. Um, there's no way that that happened. And and I guess I felt important to go to Iceland to be visiting the site where that happened um, and, and see that all. Um, so it just was a really important time for me to connect. And I did that. And I, I, I went there with the intention of healing. And I, I think that I really did a lot when I was there. So it was super impactful to be there. And I 10 out of 10 recommend going to Iceland. <laughs> Dude, well, thank yeah. you for sharing that. Yeah, really, yeah seriously. seriously. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, that's just like the, you know, the mm-hmm. tip right. of the iceberg with it. But it's, as much as I, I can share about it, I guess, I don't yeah. want to be respectful. I um, appreciate that. It's, yeah. it, it's crazy, though. I met you and Josh on the same night. Mm. Um, I, we were over at your apartment. We were watching the Jake Paul fight. Mm. And I remember coming home and talking to Braden and Chase being like, dude, I met these two kids tonight that were just like, so amazing Mm. and it's like i didn't really know josh all that well but off of just like the one interaction i had with him like he was such a good dude and you could tell and like yeah i don't know i'm getting emotional (laughs) of course yeah yeah that's that's the best human being i've ever met in my life he really is and uh, it's a real fucking bummer but you know i i'm really i'm really um you know, I try to have this outlook of it's hard to push past like what what happened because it's upsetting and especially to to such a good human being. Um, but I just, you know, I know how he carried himself and I know who he was. Um, and I think I, I think that there's so much to learn from from him and all of this where you can take it forward and you can be better Um and that's the kind of that's the kind of sad thing about experiencing tragedy like this. I guess is is it's um, like mortifying and, and terrible, and there's so much like dark stuff that comes with it. But there's also like eventually there's something that comes from it where it's like if you can just focus on on the good parts and they focus on like what the appreciation of life can be from it. Like I've learned so much from from just kind of trying to carry myself and think about how Josh would have handled something. Um, and I, I think so much about like how, how he would act or how, what he would do. And I, I just carry so much value in that. Um, and I know like I'm learning a lot about how finite life can be. Like it can like between all of this death, like I've seen, I've seen it, like it can change just like that. And, Mm -hmm. and, and, I mean, what's so scary, like, you, you can't live in fear about it, but what's so scary is, like, you know, all of that was more or less out of 
control, right? Like all accidental. Like I would have been, I mean, I would have gone, like I was actually, there's a series of emails where I was, Josh was trying to get me to go to Iceland and be on that trip with him. And same with my other best friend, Calvin, we were both supposed to go to Iceland and a hundred percent we would have been on that plane. And, but you wouldn't think it, you wouldn't think about that because it's like, you're putting your trust into somebody who should know what they're doing. Um, and you, any one of us would have gone on that plane. You know what I mean? And same with, same with what happened with my other friend, with Albert, like we were just on the side of the side of the mountain. And I, I mean, I have more, I have experience with mountain being on mountains and mountaineering and stuff like that. And he didn't. And I, neither of us were like, I wasn't paying attention to what he was doing. And I, I, I don't know if, I mean, if I would have been paying attention, I, there, you know, whatever, there's right. scenarios, but like it can all change just like that. And it's so important to, at first I kind of was trying to think like appreciate every moment or not appreciate every moment, but, but like live every moment. Like it's your last. Like I was like crazy when I was like that, that trauma happened to me that Mm. first one. And I was like running so hard and I was like trying to like, you know, live every moment. Like it's your last, like, ah, like whatever, just like, just gunning it through life. And I, I mean, I, I was incapable of anything else. Like I, even if I had the level of like reflection that I do on it now, I, I wouldn't have been able to handle how I reacted any other way because I was just so fucked up. Like I, I just couldn't, I couldn't possibly like wrap my head around anything. Um, but now like looking back on it, there's, there's like so much to take away from everything that's happened. And I, I just like, I I've changed it from live every moment like your last to appreciate every moment. Like it's your last, mm. like, literally anything could happen at any moment. And I think that it's like something that we forget constantly like and it's unfortunate that you kind of get that with all this death but um it's just appreciating moments and just taking it in um that makes you know it just everything could truly change in a second so it's just appreciate the people you have in your life appreciate the things that you have in your life and you just have to live every day and keep moving forward pretty much you know what i mean we have endless opportunity at our fingertips we can do whatever we want you just have to get at it, you know. I've learned a lot from it, and I've also learned take more pictures, you know. Like you, mm-hmm. you really like candid, candid photos of just like you and your friends doing something, not like so dramatic with like, like let's get our camera out, like let's make sure we have the light, right, right lens, like sick lighting, like stand right there, like no, just take it, like take a selfie together, you know what I mean? Because fuck, man, like I I look back and I'm glad that I had that with um, Albert before, like after he passed away. Um, I kind of had that realization of take more photos and I started doing that and I got so much more content with Josh. And Mm. of course I never would have imagined and I never could have imagined that anything like that would ever happen. But now I have tons of like memories to look back on with Josh in his last few months of life, you know, and that's so special to me. And I can look at that and be like, like I can hold on to that and carry those memories. And, and I am so happy that I have those and I have it just directly because of what I've learned, which is just, you know, take more stuff. It takes no time to just, you know, right. Yeah. You, boys, let's take a little selfie right now. Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's do, do it. it. Let's, let's rip do it. A selfie. Yeah, yeah, let's rip a little selfie. Exactly. Here we go. Ready? There it okay, is. Okay. Wait, wait, there it is. Beautiful. Incredible. Amazing. That's well, point. dude, that's beautifully said. And thank yeah, you man. so much for sharing yeah. all that. Cause that's, yeah, sorry, it's a lot. It's no, a lot. no, we, uh, we I'm happy. I'm happy that you, that you talked about yeah. it. And I'm sure there's other people that you know need to hear stuff like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That are afraid to open up about it at all. So, and like you said, talking to other people. That's yep. everyone. Everyone mm-hmm. I know that has gone through a trauma like that. I haven't at all. But it's just said talk about it. You know, yep. like yep. things it's, like that. It's it's so important. Like. I, I, I didn't go to, I've had a lot of people try to pressure me into going to therapy mm-hmm. and I, I probably should at some point, <laughs> who knows? I'm not, I'm not necessarily, necessarily saying no to the idea always, but if you don't have anybody, like I, I want at one point I put up a story on my, on my Instagram that said something like, are you okay? As like a yes or no. And then it was, do you have somebody to talk to? And it was overwhelmingly no. Like people, really? people felt like they didn't have somebody like that they could confide in and and trust. And I was thinking, like selfishly, how lucky I am to have built that for myself, where I have the circle of people who care so much and that I can confide anything in. Josh, Josh included, and and it was so. It's just so amazing to have that those group like that such a nice group of people to be able to trust and if you don't have that I, then i really i mean therapy is probably always important but just just not bundling it in mm-hmm. i will say this though like i at my deepest point of depression i saw i feel like i saw 
how people would like think like consider like a, like a way out you know what i mean like mm-hmm. how, I, because because like they feel like I, I and thank god i have people to talk to because it was like i need like you need to get shit out of you like you, if you bundle stuff in and mm-hmm. especially if it's like at this level mm-hmm. of like so much bad shit happening i can't imagine the people who like my heart goes out to the people who have like these crazy things happening to them that are so horrible and they just don't have people to talk to or can't afford therapy and can't afford like being able to like they feel like no they, I, I have to i who am i going to talk to i have to keep it in i can't imagine so i just just the importance of you know finding somebody whether it is therapy or whether it is just a really good group of friends like you just have to get it out you have to because if you bundle it in it's like i, I can't imagine I, I i yeah i mean i can't imagine it'd be terrible i think you got to talk to people it's yeah. like the most important thing is just like talking to your buddies talking to a professional if you can't yeah dude reaching out on social media i think we'd mm-hmm. be surprised at uh, how many people care about you that you might not even yeah. know about and on it's the internet. and it's so cool like going off a little bit on that it's mm-hmm. like i was kind of thinking the other day is like i think almost 90 all of my best friends i think i've met through social media like i don't think i don't think i've met that's how we met. Yeah. We met on TikTok. TikTok. I, yeah. met, I yeah. met from them meeting on TikTok. So. Yeah. <laughs> me and Chase in production <laughs> I mean, class. But. Yeah. I mean, that's just like the reality of our mm-hmm. world now, right? But like, it is such a cool way to be able to make friends because you're basically, you're already kind of, you are, when you follow somebody mm-hmm. for a while, you already kind of feel like you know them. Totally. Like, like, totally. like because you guys have this similar interest of like, oh, I really like the content you create. I really like this videos you create. And you kind of get their personality through it. So you kind of like, when you, when you come to the point of finally meeting, if you just follow somebody or you mutually follow each other and you haven't met, it just kind of comes together and you just naturally feel like you were already friends. Totally. Right. And I feel like we knew each other for months 100%, after I met yeah. you like the first time. Yeah. yeah. So and that's, nice. and that's so cool. And, and it's so like, it, it, it feels like you're cutting the step of like, I don't know, even with, I mean, I've met, I'm, I've, I'm good at meeting people outside of social media too, but like, it, I think it'd be much harder to find like a, a quality friend without it. Cause it's like, yeah. you really like, you're kind of cutting out this like beginning stage of like sifting through, like, does this person think the same way I do? Or does this person right. have similar interests totally. as I do? Mm-hmm. Like, not that there's anything wrong with that. That's great if you can create a relationship outside of social mm-hmm. media too, but like, it's pretty cool that you can be able to do that. It's also interesting because I feel like a lot of times you're just like kind of friends with the people around you and you don't really make a conscious choice about it. Right. Yeah. But when you're on social media, you're literally like, let's look at the whole world of people and let's pick the ones that I think are the coolest <laughs> and try to become <laughs> their friends, of, yeah. which is kind of awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's like, sounds sure. a little weird to say it like yeah, that. No, yeah, for sure. For sure. It's like, it's kind of fucked up, but yeah. it's like, it's kind of, it's but cool. Let's I mean, maximize it is cool. this shit. Yeah, exactly. It's so funny. Yeah, Chase is like in a frat and he's like, like <laughs> when they're picking the new pledges, he's like going through their Facebook being like this guy's cool but let's give him a bit yeah, this guy's yeah. not this guy cool. doesn't like photo <laughs> video <laughs> right, right. Yeah. It, it's really interesting too I don't know if you guys have experienced that with like I mean I, I haven't been going to many parties or anything recently but like when I was it's really interesting now in LA to get into a lot of these house parties have you had to experience this where you've had to follow the page the Instagram page that they've created for the party to no. be on the no. list I've heard uh-huh. about this that's some, yeah. L- yeah. that's some LA yeah, that's the most yeah. LA yeah. shit I've ever heard yeah. in my life so they're like profiling which this it's a different thing for sure because they're like profiling you yeah. like to see if you're worthy of getting into the party <laughs> I fucking, so weird, hate, I fucking hate LA yeah, yeah but that's, that's fucked. yeah it's it's kind of funny so like you have to like follow this social media page and then like if you if you get accepted uh, you're, you're allowed to come. You're like officially invited or <laughs> yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Black Mirror type weird. shit. That is super yeah. black. Yeah, weird. it is Black Mirror vibes. It's yeah, so for funny. sure. Fucking most LA thing in the entire world. That's I hate funny. It. <laughs> Wait. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say before me and Braden met, I didn't know about this whole white monster mm-hmm. uh, fiasco. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I realized that we didn't do. This yeah, we didn't do it. I, I, great transition into it. So <laughs> Braden drinks one of these every day. Disgusting. Every single day. Disgusting. Which, I'm a freight train. We've, you've talked to your doctor, right? He said, yeah, you're, you're, you're on a freight train to diabetes. No, no, is no, what's no. About I diabetes. asked him and he was like, he was like, you were, train. you were the most in shape human being that I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, you're good. It won a day though. He said anything after one, he's like, we might have to test your heart, but I got like blood tests for everything. He goes, dude, you're pretty much like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but like a little bit smaller build. So that's right. basically what these are but basically what these are i don't even drink them for the caffeine this is purely taste uh-huh. he just loves it okay can't get so, it out of bed but so basically it. every day on the story i do a one-handed crack but there's a few rules to the crack okay okay because sure. people fuck this up okay? okay so it can't be on the table it I'm has to surface. be because that's support see that's support right. okay so it's got to be off the right. table and it's got to be a smooth 
Okay. And I'm going to rate it. And if you fucking dent it, it doesn't get above a six. And that's okay. a huge portion of the thing. Okay. This okay. seems really important for you. No, it's a big thing. Yeah. Every, yeah. Every, every guest has to do it. Yeah. Okay. And so like, please don't fuck it up. Because okay. like, I feel like we had a great pod and I don't want right. to end it like this. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I don't want to have to it's, format the cards. No, so. yeah, exactly. It's not easy doing your first turn. I, it took me months of living with Brayden to learn how to do it. Kosa oh, still can't. Wow. I still can't yeah. do it. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't even get to see like an example. I just have to try it. Am I just going for it right now? Yeah, but you got to lift it off the table. Yeah, sure. Okay, rip it. Okay. Always oh, got it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, and a splash That's effect. That's pretty good. A splash effect. Turn the cannon in a turn, circle. Yeah. Uh, Holy yeah. Other That's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, wow! Wow! Very impressive. I feel like I could have done better. To no, be honest, that, for the first there, there, time, you don't have, you don't, you don't so, have so to. You don't have to sugarcoat. There was a little bit of hezzy on, yeah. the, on the crack. It sure. wasn't just like. I, I mean, I felt that in my hand. Yeah, it was, okay. So was we're gonna of, lob out a seven two. Okay, yeah, we'll I'll take that. that. It, was, it was a lot better than the last one. Was like a five four. So we're getting. You got some strong fingers. Yeah, we're getting better. Yeah, that wasn't that bad. Thanks, guys. I mean, it'll only get better with time, right? I mean, I can't say that I'm. Do I have to drink this now? Or nope, do you no, want this? I have like 4,000 more in there. I, so I did see that. You can that. try it right. if you Your want, doctor but. seems, uh, you know, I'm going to trust your doctor try on this it. one. I'll try give it, it a try. Bit. Yesterday I was at a, um, wait, how is it? It's a little ASMR. Ooh. What do you think? Do you like that one? It's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, those aren't bad. I know. I saw a guy I yesterday. Should... So I was doing the one hand open mm-hmm. at this party because that's what I do. It's just this party trick. Mm-hmm. And this other guy that's like <laughs> that's really competitive. Uh, he tried he's to on our it. kickball team. There's he's no just like, he's like it. the captain. He's got to be the man. Mm-hmm. He does it and he like looks at me just like that, but on the surface. Oh, you said. And I said, oh, that's funny. You use the wood, the table. Yeah, though, for right? support. And he's like, what? Oh, that, that's game changer. Yeah. Yeah. That'd make it way easier. And so he's like, no, I did it. I did what you were doing. I'll party. And I was like, no, you didn't, though. And he was like, genuinely a little frustrated, I think. And I didn't watch it. Well, he didn't do it. So he didn't do it. Are we going to baby him through it? Or are we going to do it correctly? Can you do it? The real question is, can you open, like, I can do a blindfold. Flipping him upside down, crossing hands, catching him, fucking everything. Okay, cool. You follow him on Instagram. You'll see it every day. Every right. day. Every day. Okay, interesting. <laughs> Wait, so right now, you know, you I, I went and checked out all of your socials before you came on. What do you have in the works as far as YouTube goes? Are you like, now we're going TikTok all the time? Yeah, what's next? What's, what, what are you what, what's going to? on for Tucker next? We got right. the birds. Yeah, birds. Yeah, birds, yeah the but that, video's, that video has been in the, the, the ballpark for the pipeline for a while. Yeah. Okay. Um, Right now, I'm focusing a lot on TikTok because mm-hmm. I go like kind of circling back to what we just talked about with all the depression, depression that's come of all the stuff that's happened in the last mm-hmm. eight months. It's been like insanely hard to get myself to do things. Um, and I've never experienced that before. Uh, and it's really like I, I, because I, I know what I have to do. Like I know what I want to do. I know what I have to do. But somehow, like there's days where I just can't do anything. Mm. And I'm, I get frustrated because I'm like, why, like, why, why? Like I'll be sitting in bed and I, all I have to do is make a TikTok and send an email. Like how easy is that? Like, that's my day. And then I, if I do those two things, like I can stop and, and like, I could do more. I could always do more, of course, but like I should do those two things at least. And there's been some days where it's like, I literally can't get myself out of bed. And I'm like, what? And this is a little bit more so in like recent, recently like within the last two months and now it's getting better for sure. Um, but I, I was just, I would get so mad because I know, I know like everything I need to do, but why can't I do it? And then I was just like, I was like, Oh, like this is what depression is. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like this is what it is. So it's been, there was a certain level of operation that I was carrying before any of this shit happened in the last eight months where I was like, you know, pumping out like these big YouTube videos mm-hmm money was flowing in. I was putting out TikToks. I was doing work and I was like operating and at such a high level. And I felt like I was like starting to create this machine where it was like, yes, like this is like exactly what I wanted. Like when I look back at myself from like, if I was like in 2020, I was looking at where I was like, where I am now. I was like, fuck yeah. Like I'm doing mm. it. Ah. Mm. And that stuff is still all there. Um, at least especially on TikTok. But getting back to that level of operation that I was once at, it's a process. And I'm realizing, I'm realizing that it doesn't have to kind of like how we discussed like the, the book um, atomic habits a little bit. I, I was in such a habit of doing these big things. Right. So when I got back into YouTube um, a couple months ago, um, which now I've, I've stopped again because of what happened. I got back. I was like, finally healed to the point where I was like, all right, I feel ready for YouTube again. Like, let's do it. Which was what the sandwich series was. And that was a big fucking video. Like that was, mm. that was, it wasn't a baby step back into it. It was like, this video is fucking sick. 
and I'm literally traveling across the entire earth to put it between two slices of bread based mm. on money I'm earning from strangers. Like that video is massive. Right. And I mean, because I didn't post for so long, I, th I think the video is great, but I think it's because I didn't post for so long that the, the video didn't the do like, what I wanted. Yeah. But I mean, who knows? Maybe it was a shitty video and I'm just saying that. So it. who knows? I, I thought it. it was a good video. I, I thought it was a great video. I laughed. It's cried. a great concept. It's, it's really an like, original concept. Like, it's, I, it, whatever. Anyways, so I was feeling really good and getting back into the content stuff then. But even then, I think I was kind of kidding myself with like what I was mentally capable of, mm. of doing with content. So like a couple, I guess it was maybe a month and a half or so ago, uh, maybe it was two months ago, somewhere in there, um, Carl and I came up with this idea of doing like a hundred day challenge where we were doing like one photo post per day and one reel and TikTok per day every single day for a hundred days. And I think we did it like for like 20 days before we were like, fuck, <laughs> like this, 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 is a, this is a lot, especially with like the creativity, like the creative challenge of, of doing like a cool photo mm -hmm. like planning a photo mm -hmm. and making it look cool because more often than not like i'm not trying to just post like a selfie yeah. on my instagram like it's like you know how can we make this photo like sick especially mm -hmm. carl like because carl's like a yeah. insane photographer he's wild we did a whole podcast on like our favorite creators and he was one of mine because like his stuff he is so consistent but yeah. like not is he only consistent, but like the fucking level of content that he puts out is yeah. insane. Yeah, it, it's it's nuts, and and that's that. Carl's like my he's he's my fucking boy. Like he's mm -hmm. my best friend in the fucking world, and he he operates like there was a level of like last year where Carl and I were like riding side by side, and we were like fucking piling through content. We were like together all the time, going on like, hey, you want to go to New York tomorrow? Fuck yeah, let's go to New York tomorrow. Like let's do this video, this video, this video. Bam, 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 bam. And we were like created such a bond over like the work ethic that we had there. And Carl's work ethic is like even crazier than mine. He, that kid is fucking wild with his like his level of work. He will work himself until he literally collapses. And I do. I've never met anybody like that in my life where he will he will keep going until he literally fall like falls asleep like doing what he's doing working on. I like, like this guy a lot. Oh, <laughs> he's insane. If you guys, if, if I can, t he's going to be here in like two days. So if I can t get him to come on, you guys should have him on. How long is he here for? Cause we're leaving for New York until on Wednesday, on Wednesday to Monday. Oh, uh, okay. Wednesday to Monday. Okay. Well, he'll be back. He'll be back at some okay. point. Well, well, yeah, yeah, we'll have I to get him, him a short trip. We'll but in, yeah, in any case, him and I kind of like started this, like he was trying to kind of get me back into creating content. Cause he was doing, um, like recently he was doing the photo per day, real TikTok and a weekly YouTube video. Holy shit. On top of working, like actual, like what pays the bills. Because YouTube right now for him and the co other content for him is all out of pocket, right? Like, so he still has to get work. Um, so he was just go, like we, I picked him up from the airport and we started like creating content right away. Like we didn't even stop at my apartment first. Like we started like creating we pulled over off the side of the road. We were filming a YouTube video for him on the way driving back. And then I started creating a reel. And then we had, I hadn't even gone into my house at that point. And he just got off an 11 hour flight. Holy and then, shit. and then we got back inside, started editing the reels so he could post them up. And then he started editing his YouTube video. And then he was going, I think until I didn't, I don't think he slept. I think he, I think he worked until like 6 30 AM. And then he had like a nap in the morning and then started working the next oh day. Like, God. and it's like, there's definitely a certain level where it's like, buddy, that's a little too much, right? <laughs> but but it's so I respect it so yeah. fucking much, and it's so inspiring for me. And I was at one point I was like right there with him with that, and I think we actually got into an argument about it because um, he he said he said that I'd changed, like I, he didn't recognize who I was anymore with with mm. my how I was operating. Like I was sitting around and I wasn't doing anything, and I was like, I actually started crying. I was like, dude, I'm. I'm depressed like this. I, I like I'm realizing this for myself, but this is why like I can't like I it's not that I don't want to be doing that, but it's like I I it's so hard for me to say, but like and because it sounds like that's what frustrates me and pisses me off, too, is because it sounds like an excuse in my head, like to me, it's definitely not an excuse, but it sounds like an excuse to me where it's like, yes, yeah, so fuck, I can't I can't get this done today. I'm depressed. Like it's like like just fucking do it like you don't have to do it and you don't have to you know be a bitch just do it that's how my head works mm. so i get mad at myself like even though it is valid and then i'm kind of accepting like i was kind of accepting now where it's uh, it's 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 just about creating these baby steps of like and this is that was a really long answer to your question i'm so sorry but like <laughs> uh just getting back into it instead of all at once like hey like oh i want to be doing youtube i want to be doing work i want to be doing tiktok i'm going to go 
all in right now. Back to what I was 100%. Like nothing happened. Like mm. I realized really quickly with this challenge that we created for ourselves because we're not doing it anymore. Um, uh, <laughs> that it's too much. It's right. like I can't I can't go from zero to like that's not even that's not even zero to 100. That's zero to 200. Right. Um, I can't I can't do that. So I've just cut down on it um, and I just started I got rid of the photo. I got rid of the photo post per day and I got rid of the idea of kind of like wanting to do YouTube. I mean, I want to do it, but like focusing on YouTube for now. Um, I kind of kicked those two things out and just tried to focus on can I try to post a TikTok every single day? And I was doing that up until the point of going to Iceland when I was like, I could keep doing this or I could actually just for the first time in eight months stop and just take care of myself right? and like think for myself and like, what do I need? So I just, while I was in Iceland, I wasn't posting anything. Respect. And then when you post a TikTok, oh, right. if you recycle that content on reels or you're saying you'd notice that like reels is completely different than TikTok. Cause this is something that like yeah, Braden and I have like tried to figure out. Cause I remember scrolling on reels one day and being like, this isn't like, it's like the most cinematic stuff that you kind of see on TikTok. Mm-hmm. It's not like, it's, it's different content. Yeah. Well, what's, I think there's a, I mean, and maybe it's just who I follow on, on, on Instagram, to be honest. I, I've kind of wondered that recently, but it's it reels. I, I hate reels. I hate it. Like I, I hate it because it's, I mean, it's the only, first of all, it's the only way to grow on Instagram anymore. A hundred percent. Like your like photos do like, there's no way to grow on Instagram. Instagram hates you. Instagram hates everybody. It's like <laughs> Instagram's just sitting there just like, fuck. You. Right. It really is. And it's like insulting because it, it is because it's like, and that's what's so refreshing about TikTok is TikTok feels like a place and a platform for everybody. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what you look like. There's, of course, there's going to be certain exceptions to where, like, you know, some people are just, you know, some people will have an easier time on TikTok for those reasons. But it doesn't matter still. If you create something funny and or relatable on TikTok, you have a shot. Like, it's that's how it is. And I love that about TikTok. And you'll probably find, like, on TikTok, the more, like, cinematic you get or, like, the more... Um, like produced the TikTok mm-hmm. feels you're gonna have a harder time on the platform Bastards. yeah totally. be- because because I've dude I was watching um, some younger kids scroll through TikTok just to study like mm-hmm. how like the generic audience goes through TikTok and they're sitting on their phones making a decision whether or not they're gonna watch a video within like a second a fraction of a second they're yeah. like they're going through it. The attention and, of a squirrel. And, yeah, exactly. And I think that there's no secret as to like, you need to have like a punching powerful mm-hmm. intro, but like if it looks too produced, like if you have like this really fancy camera, um, it's people are going to think it's an ad right, right away and they scroll yeah. right from it. Totally. So like, I think I've found that if you shoot on your iPhone, like an intro where it's like powerful, like punchy intro to like, pu- like, at, like pique somebody's curiosity for that first second and it's on your iPhone shot like, on what anybody can shoot on and then goes into like whatever your camera is. Mm. I, I think, I think that that's probably the best way to go about doing something like that. Um, but on reels, it's like, I feel like reels is sh- even shorter form content. I don't think it's, it's first of all, it's recycled from TikTok, which is always like, you know, there's, there's, there's the few people, the stragglers who haven't gotten TikTok who like send you reels and you're like, Oh, sick. Yeah. Like right. I fucking saw that video like three months ago yeah, on TikTok. Exactly. Like get with it. Like you're not better than everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I also almost have like an ego about it of like, if do you someone, TikTok? Sa- no, 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 I do. Okay. No, if someone sends me a TikTok, I'm like, you think you're sending me a TikTok? I haven't seen right. it. I never sent Kostas a TikTok for that reason. Exactly. <laughs> I've I, seen it all. Okay. <laughs> I finished TikTok. I'm a vet. I've yeah. seen it all. Yeah, yeah, I, I finished. finished. <laughs> have you guys scrolled to the point where like the... Uh, the dude comes up. He's, yeah. like, he's like, "Hey, it's enough scrolling." Maybe, for maybe wait, really? Slow I'm it like, down. Shut yeah. your mouth, bitch. Yeah. I'm going. Oh, yeah. that's funny. He's like, "Go outside, here. take a breather, <laughs> like maybe make a friend." Dude, no. At <laughs> first, so at first, they used to not have the fucking time on the top, so you could scroll for like. I'd be like, "But it's five a.m." I'm like, "Oh my god!" But imagine, oh. but imagine how good their platform is to the point where TikTok has to put out a that's video insane. telling you to right. get off. The yeah, app. for like yeah, a legal reason. That's that's insane. No other app will do that. Like Instagram wants to just fuck you and keep you on there. Like, it, like it, the point in case is like when you touch somebody's link in their bio, mm. right? On Instagram, Stays in it's Instagram. like the most annoying like pop-up from Instagram where you have to like sign into yes. your YouTube to watch right. the video. It's like, fuck off. Mm-hmm. And then TikTok's just like, now we're taking you right yeah. into the app. Like subscribe, so you know what funny. I mean? That's so so 
it's such an interesting dynamic, but reels, I just, I don't, I don't like it. I just, I just, but not to say it's not a valid, like mm. that's the only way to grow on Instagram now. If you can figure out reels, um, which I think Carl started to figure it out. Um, but if you can figure it out, it works. Like, I, I mean, I've seen people grow tons on, on, on reels. Um, it's the only way to grow on Instagram anymore, but I'm a firm believer in if like Instagram is like the, the ultimate, um, app for seeing how good somebody's actually doing across other social media because Instagram does not reward you at all. Instagram hates you right. and it's not going to show your stuff to anybody. It's not going to show your stuff to the people who follow you. It hates you. So if there's people engaging, like getting good engagement on Instagram, it's certainly coming from anything but Instagram. It's like, <laughs> so I have a following on TikTok. Um, and they've come over because they love me from TikTok on Instagram or I have a huge following on YouTube. Right. Um, so I've never worried about Instagram for that reason. I've never stressed about the amount of, like I started, I actually started hiding. I hid my likes for not just myself, but for everybody. Um, and I love that you can do that now because it's like the numbers just like it, get, it gets into your head and it's so much like better to just go about TikTok or, or sorry, Instagram, not worrying or caring about anything like you just post something because you want to post it and whatever because like if i'm such a strong believer if your engagement's good on like gonna be good on instagram at any point it's gonna come from your work elsewhere like you're gonna be you know traditional media famous or 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 you're you're you did a really amazing film that people like loved Mm -hmm. and and they're following you from that like it's coming from anywhere but instagram totally agree so focus on everything else. <laughs> what advice would you say that you'd have for the 18-year-old Tucker? That's a really big question, I guess. Um, hmm. I don't I don't know. I, I, I think I've always, to be honest, I've always kind of lived the same way where I've just kind of anything. Let me think about that for a second, I guess. Mm-hmm. Anything that you want like you can, you can get, it's all about how, how hard you're going to work at it. Um, and I think that it's important to just have this idea of like, you know, if you do have a goal, just know that it's, it's not linear. Um, it's always going to be like, there's always going to be side roads and side things that happen and it's never going to come out the way that you want necessarily, but it's all part of the process of, of getting to where you want to go. And also just not to get discouraged about what anybody else thinks ever. I've always kind of thought like that. It's never been a problem for me. I, I, I don't give a shit, dude. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit about like, you know, anybody thinks you just have to, and it's easier said than done for a lot totally. of people. I've, I've learned that because I'm automatically like that, but I know that a lot of people aren't. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so easy to be like, like, oh yeah, like just don't fucking care. Like, oh, you care? Just don't. You know what I mean? And I've, I like, it's, and they're like, oh, like, fuck I, this fuck kid. you fuck right. you like what do you mean <laughs> um <laughs> so but i just think I, I just think it's important to just focus on yourself and focus on like what your what your goals and not get not get like discouraged from what people think or what what any how how things may or may not go you just keep doing what you want to do and eventually everything will work out the way that you want it to Absolutely. i love that yeah. Oh, Jinx, you owe me soda. Ooh, oh, you mean Jinx, Jinx, you owe me a kiss on the lips. <laughs> Sheesh. <laughs> Where could the people find you on social media? Mm-hmm. Just at Tucker Doss across platform, every every single thing. I just nailed the usernames. Oh, right, right. Attaboy, kind of well done. It's, it's not Tucker dot Doss. It's not Tucker, Tucker underscore Doss. Doss, Tucker Doss There it everywhere. is. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the 505 Podcast. If Ooh. you're still here, please take a screenshot, lob it up on the story, tag the boys, tag at Tucker Doss, and we'll see you guys all next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.